Hey, guys. Huh. Check this out. To check this out, a podcast where we take an analytical view of the media that appeals to us as individuals and why. I am Elle, your host, and with me today is special guest and enemy of the show, Dan. Hello, I am here. <laughs> if you would, please introduce yourself and tell us a bit about yourself. Uh, I'm Dan. I am one of the hosts on the podcast Hey, I Loved That Movie, which Elle has been on a few times. We kind of look back at nostalgic movies that we used to love and see if there's still any good. Uh, I also wrote a comic book this one time. You can find that too. <laughs> um, yeah, that's about it. Also, I work with fish. I don't know if that's going to come up, but uh, <laughs> it, it, it does you sometimes. <laughs> Do they end up being uh, good most of the time or... Like what's your average? Like most of most of the ones are kind of they're fine. Every so often we're like, oh, this one's really good, and every so often we're like, this is the worst thing I have ever seen. L, why did you bring us these blackface mushrooms? (laughs) (laughs) Mostly because of the wind sprite yelling at a sleeping guy. It's like that's not going to help. No, that was um. One of the oddest experiences of my life, because mainly because I watched that at, I think, like, 9am. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is good. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, that movie, fuck's sake. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so you're bringing something to the table that you actually enjoy and uh, maybe passionate about. Uh, maybe talk about that in your own words. Yeah, so it's... Currently, as of recording, near the end of January, and we thought, what a better time to talk about The Muppets Christmas Carol than about a month after Christmas. (laughs) Look, if they can have Christmas decorations up for three months beforehand, they can put up with being late on, like, approval stuff. Exactly. And, like, I mean, also, it's just The Muppets in general, so you can't go wrong with with The Muppets. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I remember seeing, it was like a documentary, I think, about Jim Henson and the Muppets, hmm. where it's like, it showed some of the very early, like, pre-Muppet show stuff, with, of course, like, the Wilkins coffee that everyone knows, but there was some, I don't know what the hell it was, but it's like, oh, I'm in my favourite armchair, it's made of real arms. Uh, that that does sound very Henson-esque, like uh, uh, making me think of you, that scene in Labyrinth with all the arms sticking out of the walls, you know, they uh, do a lot of weird shit, <laughs> as well as having a little green frog be cool. <laughs> well, I mean, frogs are cool in general. Exactly. And it's yeah. even cooler when they're dating a pig for some reason. Um, anytime it's not cool, the weirdest thing, the, one of the weirdest things about Muppets is when you see their legs, because I'm like... That doesn't that doesn't make sense. They don't have legs. There's no way that bike should uh, that um, frog should be riding a bike. Exactly, or walking. There's a whole scene in this where he's just like walking along, and I'm like, it's really cool, but it's there's there's something odd about seeing him use his legs. 
And now I'm just remembering the um, on the Muppet Show the windmills of your mind sketch. It's just it's got legs pinwheeling, <laughs> As, like he's running. But yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so I have my little prepared list of questions that's designed to delve a bit deeper into that enjoyment of yours, if that's all right. Uh, yeah, of course. Imagine you said no. It's like, well, okay, I know, right? Um, just like, show sorry, over, I guess. <laughs> World's shortest episode. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> just go watch the Muppets. Goodbye. <laughs> Hello, goodbye. Um, question one. Imagine that I was someone who's recently been awoken from a coma, resurrected from being frozen in ice, or even an inanimate object gifted knowledge of modern times and sentience. So essentially, I know what media is, but I have never personally experienced any. How would you explain the Muppet Christmas Carol without comparing it to something that I wouldn't know? How long have you been in a coma for? A very tragic accident as a baby. Okay. So you might not know the Charles Dickens novel A Christmas Carol, which is what I was hoping for. <laughs> Just you, you, you know the uh, the book <laughs> Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. Imagine that, but the main guy is a frog, <laughs> and it's I, a puppet. <laughs> I know of books. Okay, so <laughs> it's a it, it's an adaptation of a book. They have made a movie of it. And the book is about a rich man who is haunted by some ghosts to make him be good. Because he is a landlord and inherently evil. Ooh, <laughs> hiss. Exactly. I'm glad that the uh, coma baby knows that landlords are bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> but this, this adaptation has been made with some human actors and some actors which are uh, Muppets slash puppets, which you may be aware of. Imagine a hand in a sock. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I know both of those things. Good. The sock's got eyes and it's green and it sings and it's a frog. <laughs> that is... Mm, that's the closest way I can describe it, I guess. Yeah, see, that, that one always throws people for a loop because it's like, you're always used to comparison and throwbacks just as a cultural touchstone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you kind of expect people to... It's really hard to explain something when you're like, oh, okay, you know, literally... It's like, explain this to a caveman. Like, I don't know. Mm. Caveman would find Muppets entertaining, though, I'm sure. Frog or talkie. Exactly. (laughs) But, like, even earlier when you mentioned Labyrinth, I'm like, yep, that's a movie I've never watched as well. Okay, cool. Oh right! I mean, that's a pretty good one. We did that on the on uh, "Hey, I Love That Movie" as well. We had a uh, Mish Whitrop who uh, guest with us, and she was very surprised that we hadn't done Labyrinth yet. Yeah, but that's what I mean. It's just these assumed cultural touchstones. Yeah, there's always um, movies like that where, like, I, I can guarantee that everyone's got some weird cinematic blind spots. Like me, for example, I literally mentioned earlier how I work with fish. Right, I've never seen Jaws. I've not seen that movie about the shark. I know what happens. It's about that shark called Jaws. But I've not seen it. <laughs> Took me long enough to watch, like, Die Hard and shit as well. See, that's also something I haven't seen. Hmm. Yeah, like, it was pretty fun. Um, relevant, uh, because it's, well, Die Hard, a movie set at Christmas, not about Christmas. 
Thank well, you. not to be challenged on this. <laughs> it's a Christmas time movie, not a Christmas Exactly. Yeah. Because it happens at Christmas doesn't mean it's about Christmas, like Iron Man 3. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I took a, li- a look at the like IMDb top 500 movies of all time, hmm. and it's like, I am getting close to hitting double digits, but not really. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm pretty sure. I think the top one's Shawshank Redemption. I've seen that about ages ago, but I've not seen any of the Godfather movies. Um, nothing like that. Uh, what else? I don't know. There's got to be a couple more. That I've, I, I'm like 99% sure I've not seen the first Terminator movie either. Or the second mm. one. Well, I've seen the third I, one. I a lot more people have watched T2 than T1, I think. Yeah, probably. I've, I've, I've definitely caught bits of it, but yeah, I've never like sat down to watch it. Mm. And then it's... Uh, what was I going to say? It's, that was the h- half of the setup for this podcast. Mm. It's, uh, the first half is there are too many people online going off on YouTube for three-hour rants about how Batman's costume being slightly different ruined the entire franchise and killed their dog. Oh, absolutely. It's so frustrating. Like, I've, I've noticed it with, with a lot of things, a lot more recently as well, that it's just easy, like, easy views to hate things. Um, like, I'm out at, like, I quite enjoy playing games. I don't know if you're aware of, like, the Fallout franchise or... Yeah. Um, yeah, so like when Fallout seventy six came out, yeah, yeah, the uh, pro- like for years people had been, oh, I want a multiplayer Fallout game. They finally brought one out, and everyone was just complaining about. It. Like it was, it was absolutely fine. Like it had some glitches, but games do, <laughs> you know. And mm. every single video was just people jumping on the bandwagon of this is the worst thing they've ever done. This is awful. Um, and it's it's just been repeated with Starfield as well. Like, I've had a great time playing Starfield. Yes, it's not perfect, but fucking hell is it just easy for people to pile on with uh, with their hatred. <laughs> mm. I mean, to be fair, I did see a thing. I, d- I can't remember which store it was. Maybe Walmart. Where it's mm. like, uh, yeah, take all these copies of Starfield off the shelf if anyone happens to catch it in the middle of this time period, sell it for three cents, otherwise throw it out. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't recall that happening much with Fallout 76. No, it it has been mad. Like, I mean, I, yes, there's been, like, obviously a lot of better games recently. Like, I've just been playing Baldur's Gate, um, but being an Xbox player, it's only just come out. So, of course, I had time to play Starfield before Baldur's Gate 3. But I still had a good time with Starfield. I like building ships and stuff. I enjoy like the Bethesda kind of world building. But it's it's just yeah, say easy to hate things. Same same with um, you know like Marvel things and that recently. Like I mean, I went like Secret Invasion was absolute dog shit. But things like She Hulk and that were pretty entertaining. I quite enjoyed it. And everyone's like, this has the worst CGI of all time. And I'm like, no, no, it looks fine. You're just looking at a weird still shot and having a moan and getting, you know, getting people views on it because, oh no, women are ruining cinema. (laughs) Yeah, it's like you've picked the one frame where, like, the hair does a slight glitch as if hair isn't hard to get right anyway. Exactly. And, like, like, overall, that show 
genuinely looks really good and it was like just funny and uh i mean even funnier that most of the show was just taking the piss out of those kind of people anyway <laughs> um mm. but yeah it's yeah just just like you say very easy for people to hate things so it's nice to just kind of be batting for something to to be good for once yeah which as i said is the first half of why i started this podcast the other half is that you want to tell about how shit things are. <laughs> Just ruining cinema. No. <laughs> These green frogs coming in here, <laughs> ruining everything. Actors should be people, damn it. <laughs> These frogs turning our water gay or whatever it is. <laughs> oh, turning our Christmas carol gay. <laughs> yeah, oh, how dare they. But it was because, like... I hadn't seen a lot of movies and I've got a friend who is a professional movie reviewer, Hmm. like literally gets paid to write movie reviews. And like the amount of times I've stunned him into start into silence that (laughs) I hadn't seen something. It's like, yeah, but how? And yeah. So it's like, okay, well, you'd know all these movies. Cool. Let me start a podcast when you can tell me about all these movies and why I should watch them instead of going, oh, I'll put it on my list. Oh, definitely. And it's the, the thing as well is like, it's fair enough to be, oh, how have you not seen that? But also that means that you get to experience and enjoy something that someone else likes soon. And that's, that's a good thing, you know? <laughs> Yeah, uh, today's uh, one in 10,000 or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Which is, if you're not familiar, an XKCD comic that extrapolates for everything that, quote, everyone has seen, there is roughly 10,000 people that haven't. So if you find someone who hasn't experienced whatever you are talking about, you shouldn't go, oh, how have you not done that? It's like, you know, you go, oh, good, I get to enjoy this with you and you will have a fresh experience. Exactly. You it, Like, can you imagine getting to experience some of those things that you just found amazing the first time around? Like, I, um, like me and my partner went through and watched a, a lot of, like, the sort of Marvel movies and stuff. And, like, seeing her reaction to all the shit that happens in Endgame and remembering what my experience with that was, was just, it was great. <laughs> like, mm. And which is uh, what a lot of people would claim is the the height and end of the Marvel movies. Yeah, definitely been rocky since, but you know, mm-hmm. there's been some good. There's, it's not it's not as bad as people like to claim online. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's always the as as we've mentioned before, just the hyperbole for the clicks. Yeah, exactly. It's very easy to get people mad when uh, they're just. I, I think a lot, a lot of people are terrible at experiencing media for themselves and they have to see reviews before now and then they kind of make the judgment there and then, kind of. Like, they go mm. into something being like, but I'm supposed to not like this. And it's like, so I don't don't always kind of rely on reviews of things. Yeah, and I guess, like, a- anger, anger is easier. Because it's like... Yeah. It feels like you're doing something and you don't have to do anything. Whereas liking it, you have to justify everything. It's like, well, I liked it because such and such a issue and not just, oh, I hated that. Yeah, exactly. You actually have to, you know, put some thought into why you liked something. 
Which is actually something I've struggled with for years. It's like, I like a thing. Why? I don't know. It's yeah. just good. Sometimes it just is enjoyable. Some Sometimes it just hits your brain in the right way at the right time. And you're sitting there and you're like, you know what? I did need to see Vin Diesel driving a car very fast for two hours. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what I needed this evening. <laughs> It's like I, I've actually gone through therapy sessions where they're like, okay, give us a list of all your favorite things. It's like, yeah, here you go. All right, now, why did you like it? Uh, um, it's, it's good when the, it's cool. the yeah. devil runs a store. Yeah, I, I like the bit where um, the duck wants the grapes. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't have grapes because that'll make it it'll be bad, bad for him. Bad, bad for duck. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but Doug wanted grape anyway. Oh, that monkey wants that orange so bad. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah. Uh, question two. Hypothetically, our positions are reversed, and I'm guesting on your immensely popular and award-winning podcast. You know, fingers crossed. <laughs> uh, I've just answered the previous question with your response verbatim. So what stood out to you the most about it? Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, (laughs) I I mean, to be fair, I probably did a terrible job of describing it. I mean, sometimes that's what you get from just, you know, friends' random recommendations. It's like, okay, well, what's the elevator pitch? Yeah, exactly. Like, I said nothing about how fucking funny it is, but, you know. um, I, I guess if I... If if our roles were reversed and you know I I knew of the Muppets, I'd be like, oh, that sounds pretty interesting, actually. Um, like I, I quite like the other Muppets things I've seen. I'm sure it'll be quite funny watching them do the Christmas Carol. Hmm. And then even if you're not familiar with the Muppets, it's like, okay, they are putting pu- puppets in traditionally acted roles. Like how exactly. does that work? Like half actors, half puppets. That sounds. Like, it could be terrible or great. You, you never know until you try. Yeah, and this is even calling back to that discussion. It's like, okay, you like a thing. Why? Yeah, I mean, I I, I mean, I know why I like it, and it's just... I guess it's funny. I, I, I mean, part of this is probably going to be nostalgia for that movie as well. Um, like, I definitely remember watching it a few times with my mum. That was always a good sort of Christmas movie watch um, that just... Made me laugh all the time. One scene in particular. I, I don't know. There's probably a point where you're like, hey, what's the best scene in the movie? And then I will tell you that. <laughs> there is actually that question. Yes. You've managed to see through my nefarious plot. <laughs> I have listened to a previous episode and vaguely guessed what may be coming up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this uh, rather formulaic uh, plot uh, summary it's like mm, okay what is likely to happen exactly and i mean you've got to have structure to a podcast otherwise we'd still be talking about i don't know what else we talking about fish <laughs> yeah i'd just be going on an in-depth rant about why i really do like fallout 4 and <laughs> i mean we just, can, oh, if just, you like yeah, I mean, I'm just I'm quite excited for the TV show to come. <laughs> I, I've seen good good things, but also heard not great things about like the actual production. But it looks good. 
yeah, it looks like it'll be pretty fun. Like, looks <laughs> like it's living up to the uh, <laughs> to to the standards of the games. So, I'm just really excited for the bit where someone clips through the floor. <laughs> yeah, just T poses around the map randomly. Exactly. You just got to <laughs> reload, or they they need to find where they go, so they just crouch in a particular spot to find a chest full of good shit. Yeah, just crouching up and down really quickly, and then you'd never see them again until the end of the uh, end of the series. Exactly the uh, glitch of can you beat Fallout the TV show as a baby? Yeah, <laughs> so, or <laughs> Fallout TV show speedrun. So I'm I'm interested to see what story they use because either they're adapting one from the games, or they're telling uh, like a post-apocalyptic story that. Hopefully, hasn't been done, but there's yeah, so much media I, already out there. It's like, okay, well, which one are they going to accidentally go with? Exactly. And I had a theory before we saw any trailers, and the trailers look pretty fun. Like, I'm quite, I'm quite looking forward to it. Um, it's it's set in the same universe as the games, so it shouldn't be a story from the games, but kind of in conjunction with it. But before any trailers and that came out, the only actor that I knew was in it was Walton Goggins playing a ghoul. And so I was like, hmm, what is the worst possible thing they could try and do that replicates things that are good and came up with, it's just the Mandalorian, but a ghoul with a baby super mutant, and it would be the worst TV show of all time. <laughs> See, but you say that. And imagine it as a spin-off series. Oh, yeah. Like, just, I mean, the implications of, you know, know, knowing the history of, but super mutants can't have babies. So this baby super mutant must be important. And this ghoul has to get it from one place to the other <laughs> in a formulaic, like, episodic TV show. Yeah. So also partially, partially The Last of Us. Exactly. Um, just a surprise they don't have Pedro Pascal playing the ghoul. <laughs> yeah, the, you did say that it's just one character, though. There could be other ghouls. There might be, yeah. they. Uh, I'm, I'm sure they can work out how to remove the nose from several actors. <laughs> yeah, and just occasionally with makeup. Yeah. <laughs> and not not giant cleavers. No, they, they tried that. It was going pretty well, but like... That's why they had to keep replacing the actors after about four mm. scenes because they were bleeding out. Like... <sighs> Ghouls can't bleed. Yeah, good point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just a random cameo by like Simon Pegg or something. Like, <laughs> Wait, was that? Huh? Wait, I don't know. <laughs> just him, him and Nick Frost with something going on in the background. I mean, sadly, we won't get the uh, live-action Benny cameo because of Matthew Perry, sadly, passing away. Um, although they might be able to do it with AI. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's, maybe... <laughs> his son's doing all right in AEW. Well, Ooh. no, I think he's in TNA now for a bit, as of time of recording. Fair <laughs> enough. I've not really... I'm guessing you're talking about wrestling. I've not really watched much. Yeah. I'm not really a wrestling guy. Yeah, yeah. It's just, I, I very rarely get the chance to do a good reference. Yeah, you've got to take it when one comes up. It's like a da it's like a bad pun, you know? Mm. If the opportunity is there, you go for it. Absolutely. Even if people go, oh, God, all right, good, but never do that again, please. Yeah, 
that's the best response. <laughs> yeah. That's what you're going for. Yeah, you want to hurt someone internally with a good pun. Exactly. <laughs> uh, question three. So we can tell that this is a subject that you care about, but what mm-hmm. got you to give it a chance in the first place? Um, I say, yeah, I think I'm pretty sure my mum like watched it with me when I was a bit younger because this came out the same year I was born, which is 1992. Um, I was going to say, please say something older. Yeah, uh... well, this this has existed for literally my entire life. Um, So, yeah, like I, I couldn't tell you when I first watched it or like, yeah, where, but it was I it it would have definitely been my mum like showing it to me. Um, and I just I just found it so funny. There are so many great moments in it. Which is going to make that question of what's your favourite part, one, singular, very difficult then, I imagine. Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's how they get you. Exactly. It's like when someone says, what's your favourite movie? It used to be Scott Pilgrim. Now it's, I don't know, there are so many. <laughs> <laughs> At least that's easy for me. Nightmare on Elm Street, the original. Ooh, very nice. I get I get to see a debuting Johnny Depp turn into a fountain of Kool-Aid. Exactly. That's the dream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sure some people would agree even hard, even more heartily these days. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's not get into that. <laughs> yeah, I already went into enough depressing things in the last episode about like politics and internet management. Uh, yeah, it's it's easy to fall into that hole of oh yeah, we're living on this absolute shit rock at the minute, and uh, that's yeah. why we're here to talk about good things, <laughs> bring exactly. a bit of joy to the world, in in a timely fashion. Exactly. I mean, the best thing you could do is just delay this episode by eleven months, <laughs> which would make it very funny because I do need to do the follow up for the next episode. So it's like, yep, no one can record with me until next January. Ooh. Oh, well. <laughs> I guess, you know, it's... Uh... <laughs> Look, the schedule's all over the place anyway. It's hard enough to wrangle one person. I am astonished you manage it with even three. Yeah, we uh, we try. We're, we're trying this year to actually get more kind of... UK-based guests, so we're not fucking around. <laughs> like, everyone we've had on so far has been Australian. And we're like, yeah, um, guess we'll get up early. <laughs> See, at least I'm considerate. It's like, look, I will adjust for you guys. You tell me. Yeah, that is that is fair enough. That was very helpful. It's uh, <laughs> a bit easier for us to record in the evenings. But, you know, mornings aren't too bad sometimes. It just gives a different vibe to the episode. Yeah. So I guess what would be the best time? It's like just after lunch for you guys, and then like middle of the night for me, because then everyone's just off their heads. Yeah, <laughs> we've just had too much cheese for lunch, and uh, except Helena, she'd have had vegan cheese or something. Just goes straight to your head. Yeah, we just we're just you, you know when you eat too much cheese and you're just like, oh, I feel weird. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the cheese talking. Exactly, it's the uh, cheese episode. <laughs> are you, I, I'm starting to think maybe the weirdest time to record is now. What the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> cheese? Clearly, have you not been listening? <laughs> Sorry, I zoned out. I was too busy thinking about cheese. <laughs> uh, cheese too. 
See me about cheese. Cheese is for us Mises. That's a line from the movie. There we go. Good segue. <laughs> Back to Muppets. <laughs> Back to the Muppets. All right. Question four. For some people, a sense of community and like-mindedness are integral to their enjoyment of something. So to your knowledge, is there a community around a Muppet Christmas Carol that you're aware of? And if so, what are they like? Um, There's probably like a Facebook page where people post Muppets memes. <laughs> That's probably the closest thing. Um, if anyone gets close to one of those minions memes, they get like banned. Exactly. It's um, it, it's that meme about you know, uh, having one glass of wine, but it's a giant glass, but it's Miss Piggy, and it's somehow more fitting. <laughs> yeah. See, that's on par. It's like it would be weird if it was like Kermit with the cup of tea. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. There's a lot of good Kermit memes. There's the uh, tea one. There's um, there's the dark Kermit meme. I've not. I don't think I've seen any specific Muppets, uh, like, Christmas Carol memes. Um, oh, no, I did. There was one of... Have you seen the Muppets Christmas Carol? <laughs> I have not, no. It's okay. the episode. I need you to just really quickly Google uh, Muppets Christmas Carol, Ghost of Christmas Past. I, I think I might have seen something about it. Yeah, well, let me know when you have it when when you can see the uh, terrifying little child ghost, and I'll tell you the uh, the one meme I remember about it. As uh, Google tries to get me to Google Ghost of Cri- uh, Ghost of Chris, <laughs> Ghost of Chris, who hey, little Chris? That was too dark. Please cut that. <laughs> uh, yep. Yeah. So the meme I saw was it just said when you fuck up a poached egg. And it's that picture of the of the ghost. I hope that was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> well, through the magic of podcast editing, no one will ever know. And certainly I won't be leaving this in. <laughs> Definitely not. <sighs> but yeah, um yeah, I, I like I imagine there's like a bit of a Muppet I'm not not really part of anything like that. I'm not like in a Muppets fan club or something, but you know, it it always seems to be like you know, around Christmas when it is more timely for people to be watching this. There's always a lot of people posting about it on, um, like, just on social media and stuff, just lots of just lots of funny shit about Muppets Christmas Carol. And, uh, yeah. Now, I know they've done Treasure Island as well, which I also haven't seen, but Ooh, like, yes. do you see anything pop up, like, around Talk Like a Pirate Day? Um, sometimes. There's normally the one of uh, Fozzie Bear with the little guy in his finger that's directing the ship that's uh, that's a thing that i remember from from that one um because it's also i'm pretty sure it's tim curry that's in that one and he is great as mm. uh as captain hook so i have seen uh like a tumblr post it's like um christmas carol is good because uh everyone gets treated like professional actors whether they're muppets or not yes and uh in Treasure Island, Tim Curry is great because he treats himself like a Muppet. Yes, definitely. Like, he is very kind of the over-the-top Muppetness that, that the Muppets bring, whereas, yeah, Michael Caine plays it like he's in a fucking Shakespeare play. <laughs> like, he is as serious as possible, and it just makes it work so well because, like, y- you'll be watching it and kind of forget that he's talking to a felt frog. <laughs> <laughs> being narrated by an alien and a rat <laughs> you know with the magic of cinema 
Exactly. You're like, yes, of course. Now I am, I, I'm totally buying in. The reason Tiny Tim has all these issues is because a frog fucked a pig and they had a child. <laughs> it all makes sense. Yeah, I mean, that would do it. And the other kids, the boys are frogs and the girls are pigs, and that's just how it works. <laughs> the magic of cinema. Yes, cinema reminds you the three genders. Frog, pig, and tiny Tim. <laughs> Tag yourself. <laughs> uh, so, question five. There are many aspects of media that resonate differently with different people. What was your favourite part? So, there's a scene, right? So the whole thing's being narrated by Gonzo, who is an alien. He's playing the part of Charles Dickens. And Rizzo the rat, who turns out the guy that played him was a bit of a rat in real life. But, you know, we'll, we'll go past that. Um, so, they're trying to get through this gate, right? And they both climb over it. And the Rizzo the rat jumps off the top and lands in the snow and gets injured. And when he gets up, he's like, oh, no, I forgot my jelly beans. And he just walks through a gap in the in, in, in the gate, picks them up and walks back out. And Gonzo's just looking at him like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> <laughs> oh, which is always great when that happens, except when it's in The Rescuers Down Under for some reason. I I may have seen Rescuers Down Under, but I'm not too sure. <laughs> Because they're locked in a cage and they're like, oh, I can't get out, can't get out. Oh, actually, let me just, like, goes out of the cage, comes back <laughs> in, and then continues screaming about being locked up. Yeah, same same sort of thing. Like um, like that little ghost thing in the new Super Mario movie. I could probably get out, but it wants to die. <laughs> I mean, don't we all? <laughs> um, yeah. That's the dream, being hung over a pit of lava in a cage held by Bowser. <laughs> Darkest <laughs> sketch, darkest sketch. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, yeah. My my favorite bit of Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom is when Bowser has them in the lava cage. <laughs> <laughs> so a very good Indiana Jones impression there. I like it. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I've been practicing. <laughs> uh, question six, following mm -hmm. on from the previous question, what do you think would appeal most to the general public? Oh, probably just, like, the silliness of it. Because, like I say, like, Michael Caine's playing it so seriously, but it's against just, yeah, just, just Muppets. So it's just really good comedy with the heartfelt story of let a bunch of ghosts haunt a rich man into being kinder, <laughs> which is what you need these days. Yeah, God, if that worked. Exactly. I think that that is um, soul proof that ghosts don't actually exist because rich people are still cunts. Mm -hmm. If ghosts existed, they would have haunted them by now. Yeah, because it's like, I can't imagine, like, Jeff Bezos is completely blood-free. Yeah. Considering I, all the know. stuff that gets published that he actually gets up to in, in warehouses. Yeah, it's, um, you know, the ghost of Christmas piss and all that. <laughs> Which, I mean... I don't know if that's any... Is that any different in the Northern Hemisphere than down here? Because people get on the piss real early and real strong. Oh, I more meant the whole um, making people piss in bottles while they're working their shift in the warehouse. <laughs> but getting yeah. on the piss is also well-loved here in the UK. <laughs> There's nothing better than going for a stroll down the seafront 
and seeing all the old men in Weatherspoons having a pint at 10am. <laughs> so maybe that's the, it's a tradition we've carried on from our convict ancestors. Exactly. There's, there's like the one thing Christmas that still, time, uh, on the piss. <laughs> still unites us. <laughs> God save the Queen and all that, yeah. I refuse to acknowledge royalty. Yeah, no, same. If um, so, I, I, I mean, we had an episode of "Hey, I Love That Movie" where we watched um, Dragonheart, and there's a whole mm-hmm. bit about like you know killing royalty stuff like that. And we went on a whole speech about how it would be easy to kill the queen because she was really old, and then she died in between us recording that and releasing it. <laughs> And we had to put a disclaimer in and put, it wasn't us, we swear. <laughs> so what you should have done is taken the credit for it. Yeah, that was it. We are legally rulers of England now. Yeah, that's how it works. Yeah, three average podcasters <laughs> have now taken the throne. And we're going to sell it for good measure. Get rid of everything. Hey, uh, you want your stolen gems back? Sure, take them. Yeah. The oh, the, the Natural History Museum clearance sale. Yeah, the uh, the British Museum. I, there was an article mm. recently about something being stolen from the British Museum, and everyone was just like, "Seriously, you're you're demanding something back that you stole in the first place?" Pot kettle. Yeah, exactly. It's like the um, age old thing of the pyramids are only in Egypt because they wouldn't fit in the British Museum. <laughs> Which, now I'm remembering another main picture. Everyone like who goes to the Leaning Tower is just like trying to push it back up, and then two British travellers are like posing. They're stuffing it into a bag. <laughs> yep, that or it's a penis. You know the classic gag. <laughs> yeah, but it's like every, everyone else takes one of those two photos. Yeah, these guys did that, and they got I think banned from Italy. <laughs> oh, why is that not so right? It's like everyone trying to like hold the top of the Eiffel Tower and shit like that. Yeah, it's something happened to them as like a punishment for that picture, and I can't remember yeah. what it was. <laughs> they had to, uh, they had to give it back because they had successfully stolen it. Mm. Yeah, I, I am um, just on a quick side note before that one fun thing to do if you ever visit a famous landmark is take a selfie just really close to it so you can't tell what it is in the background. Mm. Like, you know, just stand by one of the feet of the uh, of the Eiffel Tower, take a selfie, there you go. <laughs> yeah, right up <laughs> close know. to Stonehenge. Exactly. You just, it looks like you're just standing in front of a standard rock. It's fine. <laughs> just with the caption, oh, wow, it looks so good. Stonehenge is so nice from this view. I mean, two minutes later getting chased off by police or something because you're probably not supposed to touch the old stones. Mm. Which then, of course, you would take another selfie where it's like you can see the police running behind you. Exactly, and there's like the blue flash of light over your face as well from the car that you get hit by immediately after. (laughs) Yeah, just like you're in mid-tumble after being hit by the ambulance. Exactly. This is all. This is all going straight on TikTok now. <laughs> I'm going to get so many views. Blah. Exactly. <laughs> now, what I remembered was um, we had uh, like I say we. I mean Australia. 
um, had uh, one of uh, the Aboriginal, like First Nations people, go over to England and claim it because no oh, one right. had claimed it. <laughs> so it's like, oh, this is unclaimed territory. I'm going to plant my flag as representative of uh, whatever First Nations nation he was from. Mm. And it's like, yeah, no, there are people here, but I hope to educate them in the, like civilized ways and like doing a whole speech about it. And let me guess, the British just immediately killed them. <laughs> uh, there was definitely like a time in jail, unfortunately. Yeah, but it's like, come on, that's just funny. Exactly. Like uh... people should not go to jail for objectively funny crimes. No, exactly. And I, there's there's nothing more British than going to a place that people already live and saying, no, this is ours now. And then years later going, you know how we expanded and, and formed this huge thing? Well, now we want to isolate ourselves because we're a bunch of dumb cunts. But we also want to complain about everything that we should be getting, but now we're not getting because we isolated ourselves. Hang on, we're we're not getting the things we were getting before from some sort of unified thing where everyone just helps each other. How weird! That's that's so strange. But you know, at least they at least they dealt with the uh, thing the Tories kept blaming it on, which is you know people coming over here and and living here because we're selling weapons to bomb their houses. Uh, you know, <laughs> and our passports are the correct color again. Exactly. Now they are blue. And um, everything else is absolutely brilliant uh, because because that they they did the thing <laughs> that they promised they were going to do. I think it was about six times before it officially got completed. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I remember like literally just after um, that whole vote went through, and me and my friends were sitting in a pub just talking about it, and we were like saying how disappointed we were to be British because of that. And this fucking gammon of a bloke comes over, like, comes over really mad, like, you should be proud to be British. We're, blah, blah. <laughs> we're just like, yeah, that, that's that's exactly the kind of person that we're not proud to be. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I, I remember seeing, like, a screenshot of, I think it's the Daily Mail. It's like, oh, we're upset that we're not getting included in the European Union's railway plans. It's like, wow, imagine if you were in some kind of union to like argue for that exactly if only you were on the council to be able to talk about it in the first place and have a good input if, if only um yeah can't imagine why they wouldn't be included that's just weird no it's really strange like you know and and everything's definitely gotten better um i can i can do a really good segue again here look so the part of this movie, part of Muppet's Christmas Carol and the Christmas Carol in general, is that Scrooge is an incredibly rich man who doesn't pay his workers enough, um, and he gets convinced to pay them like pay them more, and they're really happy. And someone kind of adjusted it for inflation, and our minimum wage is less than they were getting paid in the Christmas Carol. <laughs> Yeah, right. it's like adjustment yeah. for inflation. Uh, Bob Cratchit makes like twenty five dollars an hour or something like that. Exactly, he's actually doing pretty well comparatively. Yeah. But well, the older people don't understand inflation. You see, everything's everything's fine. You can still buy a house for the same amount you could before. Hmm. And it's like I don't know why like Pokemon cards are so expensive. 
Google, show me Pokemon inflation. Exactly. And the thing that annoys me with that, um, and another big hobby of mine is Lego. I enjoy to sit and build things, and it calms my mind. And some of the retired sets are so expensive. The problem is they're only expensive because that's what people are charging for them. Like, Mm -hmm. there's no need for them to be that expensive and then it's even more annoying when you get people who just fucking stock up on loads of them and they're like it's an investment i'm gonna make loads of money and it's like fuck off it's a kid's toy (laughs) yes i'm a 31 year old man that enjoys building it but at least i'm enjoying it for what it's for (laughs) yeah and not like either putting it on a shelf or throwing it like a kid Exactly. Like, I, I have a couple of, like, the modular buildings, and I also, so they did a uh, collectible minifigure series last year of the Muppets. I think it was last year, maybe the year before. Anyway, I got all of them, and then I got one of the, like, jazz club buildings, and I've just filled it with Muppets. It's great. <laughs> Which is very on theme for the Muppets that I've seen, at least. Exactly. It's got animal on drums. It, it's it's got it's got it all. It, I, there's a little kitchen, so I've got the Swedish chef in there. He's great. <laughs> I recently watched his take on popcorn. <laughs> if you haven't seen that, that's one of the shorts they released during old quarantine and everything. Yeah, I might have seen it. I'll, I'll have to rewatch it. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Same as they they did a whole um, Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, yeah, I've seen that one, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, it's like I literally have on on my bed head, I don't know why I'm pointing audio (laughs) medium, but it's like, yeah, over this way, um, I have the the McDonald's Transformers. Oh, yeah. That they released, I think, in the either very late 80s or early 90s. It's like, looking online, those are ridiculously expensive. I could make a fortune. I'm not going to, but I could. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, one of the buildings I've got is like a cinema, and it's like, it sells for a good few hundred quid now. And I always think, like, back when I was a kid, the amount of sets I have that I'm like, I I, I was getting nostalgic for some of them, and I was like, oh, it'd be quite nice to to buy some of them back, because... Like most kids, all of my Lego got bundled into a tub and passed around in the family, and now it's lost to time. And there are some sets, and it's like, yeah, the just the price of it has gone up so much. And I'm like, well, guess I'm not getting that then. <laughs> um, not mm. unless they do, do like a, an updated remake of it. But the anniversary edition. Yeah, because they did that with like the um, one of the castle sets and like um, like a Galaxy Explorer space thing, which I have both of. They're both very cool. See, I, I never got into Lego too much because I have the, yeah. um, the Aphantasia, so it's hard to imagine and create things visually. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, I'm I'm pretty shit at just kind of, like, free building, but the sort of bigger sets that with instructions and that, I'm I'm more than happy just to, like, sit down, follow the instructions, have, have like, a podcast or some music on and just... I just like that. That is my go-to way of like turning my brain off is just, yeah, Mm. I'm happy doing this. Which makes me wonder how you would go with, um, with, uh, there's a bit on a desert bus charity stream that they do, which Mm. is, uh, keep talking and no one explodes where it's like, okay, we're going to be building a Lego thing. I will read the instructions without looking and you will build without reading the instructions. 
Oh, that sounds good. Some someone suggested to me um a little while ago that I should try doing something where it's um build like just using the pieces in the box, build what you can see on the box without looking at the instructions. And I'm like, that would be I I, I would not be able to do that. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, so I can't like free build and then a lot of the single use sets I've seen are just like, why would I want that? Yeah, it's cool when there's like uh, like some of the bigger models and stuff, um, like just nice sort of display pieces, I guess. Um, but yeah, I, I like the little like building ones. Going to try and make a little city at some point, I think. Um, also got that big ass Millennium Falcon that my partner got me for my thirtieth mm-hmm. birthday. Um, that that was a that was a good time of building. <laughs> and now I'm hoping to get a glass coffee table for it, so I don't have to keep dusting the fucking thing because that is the worst thing about Lego yep. is trying to dust it. <laughs> oh, there's so much dust in my room. Yeah, the one reason I own several makeup brushes is actually for dusting Lego. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, I'm glad I have like a, a glass top for my frog tank because, God, that'd be annoying to dust the frog every so often. <laughs> yeah, especially if he keeps moving. <laughs> yeah, because he wouldn't like it. No. <laughs> He'd have to be jumping around trying to get away. It's like, come on, no, no, please, I've got to clean your leg. Please, mate, <laughs> come on. <laughs> uh, good. All right. Where were we? Muppets. Uh, question seven. Say that I do end up enjoying this because of your excellent recommendation. What mm-hmm. would be your number one follow-up? Doesn't necessarily have to be a sequel or anything, but where would I turn to if I wanted more of the same? Yeah, probably other Muppets movies then. Um, Mu- like Muppets um, Treasure Island is probably the next best one. Um from memory, I really liked Muppets in Space, and that's the one where you find out Gonzo is an alien, but it has been so long since I've seen that that I should probably do it for some sort of nostalgia-based podcast. Um, hmm. Also, you knew one. Yeah, you'll have to let me know. If anyone knows one, let us know. Um, <laughs> also, the just the Muppets movie that, came, that was from 2011, I think, also a very good time. Like, yeah, just nice and that, silly. The uh, uh, Ricky Gervais one? I think he's in the sequel, but the first one's Jason Segel. He did it. Um, he wanted to do it for a while, and he managed to get it off the back of the whole puppet section of Forgetting Sarah Marshall, which was a brilliant rom-com and has been absolutely ruined by two shit actors. <laughs> yeah. You know, a rapist apologist and a rapist. The perfect combination. Well, I mean, it's better than two rapists, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. You make a good point. Because <laughs> yeah. it's at least half of the... No, we won't go down that road. No, we're here for, we're here for recommending the good times. <laughs> Luckily, but no I'm... Muppets have been cancelled. <laughs> yes. Although Miss Piggy did ca- kidnap the drummer of Weezer once. <laughs> I remember they had a big fight in their uh, polycule bed on British TV. It was uh, Kermit, Miss Piggy and Gonzo all having, like, either the angriest sex or a (laughs) full-on brawl underneath the covers of this massive bed that all the presenters were also on. Yeah, hard to tell. Um, Gonzo's nose could be used for anything. (laughs) Anything. (laughs) There was also the... 
something that happened last year in the event that we do not recognize as being an official thing because it's just giving some old inbred man a crown. But they had, like, they had the Muppets as part of the show and just treating them like they were real people. It was the weirdest thing. They were just like, yeah, and now we're going to interview Kermit and Miss Piggy about this old man getting a shiny hat that he probably stole. Yeah, just uh, Christopher Christopher Eccleston online about it. It's like, oh, he, he gets it. <laughs> exactly. He is, uh, <laughs> he is great for that. The parasiting chief in her idiot hat. Yep, and now it's his idiot hat. <laughs> yeah. uh, I speaking of good times, I had the good fortune to go to the Muppet exhibit in the Puppetry Museum in Atlanta, Georgia. Oh wow, that's pretty cool. It was real good because they also had at the same time a like a limited edition show of uh, Dark Crystal. Oh, nice. Yeah. So if you've seen Dark Crystal, Labyrinth nope. is... Oh, have you not? Oh, okay, fair enough. I was going to say, if you've seen that, Labyrinth is one that is very similar. Because, um, yeah, yeah, they did that Netflix Dark Crystal show a while ago, and it was just a bit weird. I mean, Dark Crystal was weird, but it was like, you know, uh, late 80s, early 90s weird, like it was supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, scaring children because they're not meant to be watching it. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, so just on my phone, I've got, like, entire folders of Muppet photos and, you know, the secret instructions on how to build them properly. Oh, wow, that's really cool. I'll I'll have to send you some, I guess. Yeah, yeah, you should send me some. Yeah. Uh, Question eight. Sometimes our engagement with a piece of media comes from a position of relativity. Did you have a character that you related to? And if so, what drew you to them? Um... What character in the Muppets Christmas Carol do I relate to? Probably Kermit playing Bob Cratchit because I'm poor. <laughs> that <laughs> oh. or, that or uh, Rizzo the Rat because he eats jelly beans like the whole time. Um, yeah, I'm a big. I, I I could probably eat forever if I wanted to. Um, yeah, fan of the jelly bean. Exactly, jelly beans are good. Every so often, you just need something sweet to to get by on, you know. To, to be like, well, now I can make it through my work day because I filled myself with sugar. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, don't worry about it. It's going to crash in like 20 minutes. I'm good for now. No, exactly. There's, there's a reason I stopped having energy drinks. And now we've recently had a guy um, who's like working with us every so often. Um, at 3 p.m. the other day, he cracked open his 13th energy drink of the day. And I was like, fucking hell, my guy, you are going to have a heart attack. <laughs> Either that or no kidneys, Jesus. Exactly. I I I don't know how he's not, you know, vibrating through the fucking floor. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe he's got the ADHD because I know they just make me sleepy anytime I've tried one. Oh, maybe, yeah. <laughs> it's like I need this to be awake and focused. And now I'm having a nap. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> I, I think it must be the hour of recording because my mind's just gone. <laughs> oh, absolutely! It's uh, it's early for you and it's late for me. It's just hit nine pm, <laughs> which oh, is eight am for you. Yeah. Right. So the chances of getting any slight extra sleep before work gone. 
because I was like, oh, talk about Muppets. <laughs> Which is all good. Yeah. As I clear my throat, as you can hear the sleep trying to get me. <laughs> you, you doze no, off, I'll finish. So you, you've been listening. To, I, there's so many questions left. <laughs> yeah, uh, you you just go, I'm just going to. That's all right. So if you go and watch The Muppets Christmas Carol, uh, you'll probably have a good time. I've been Dan. Go and listen to my podcast. Ellie's awake on them, mostly. <laughs> mostly. It's a bit, a bit of hit and miss. I wonder if you could pick when. <laughs> Is it when we're talking about Yogi Bear? <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, there's a challenge for listeners. Go back to the episodes that I've been on the Hilton Pod and try and work out when I was not there. Yeah, message us the time codes of when Ella was asleep. <laughs> you may win a prize. Yeah. I, I'm going to make that a official command. You can win a prize from them. Dan will send it out personally out of his own pocket. Yep, uh, sure. Just let us know. Uh, let, let, if you get the correct thing, we'll send you um, something. Hey, maybe I'll send you some of the comics I wrote. I need to get more readers somehow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, it's a good comic. Oh, thanks. I'm glad you liked it. I hint uh, uh, for later, but I may try and Kickstarter issue four again at some point soon. We'll mm, see. The sizzle. Yeah. Got to get the plugs in hot and fast. <laughs> yeah, get get it while the iron is um, of a temperature. Exactly. <laughs> while it's relevant to what we're currently talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Not just shoehorned in at any given moment. <laughs> exactly. Uh, question nine. A lot of these mm -hmm. types of interviews rely on the question of what would you bring with you to a desert island in order to get to know a person. But that's not this show. What we ask instead is to picture the following scenario. Mm -hmm. You're on a deserted island with no hope of rescue, but food, water, shelter, and everything like that has been taken care of so that you won't succumb before your natural time. You've also been provided with a single piece of media and the means to engage with it, and for you it is a Muppet Christmas Carol. How frequently do you utilise it, and how long would it take for you to be sick of it? Ooh, I mean, I would pro I, like food chat and that taken care of. That's cool. I'd maybe watch it like once a day. Um, hard to say how. Like, problem is where this is like a Christmas-based movie. Normally, only watch it like once a year. It's not one that you kind of stick on whenever. Um, but maybe I mean, I've not personally tried watching the same movie in a row several times. Um, but what I feel like I would end up doing is. Um, Using it as inspiration and finding things on the island to make my own Muppets and living with a society of people that definitely also exist and are not figments of my imagination. Mm. <laughs> so, so going the island madness route. Exactly. Hoping that, you know, every time I go to sleep after watching Muppets Christmas Carol, the next morning I wake up from this nightmare that the ghost of Christmas present has set me on and I'll wake up and it'll be Christmas Day and I'll be rescued, and I'll give a poor kid some money to go and get a big turkey. <laughs> and not reliving the same hell. No, I'm not going to wake up and eat, maybe have a Christmas dinner every day if that's the food that's been stored. <laughs> God, imagine just Christmas every day, like the song says. Yeah, the, the thing with that, right, there are good points and bad points. The good point is, get a day off work, pretty cool. 
maybe get some presents. Bad point is you've got to buy people presents all the time, but nowhere's open, so you can't get anything. And also, think of the washing up. Like, mm. you'd have so many dishes to clean. <laughs> Be hell. <laughs> you wouldn't want to, though, because you've had a full Christmas dinner and are sleepy. Exactly. You've got to have that afternoon nap or like Ice Age or something is on. <laughs> yeah. Or in the case of an Australian Christmas, it's piss hot. Everyone hates everyone. You've been drinking beer for the last 12 hours and the sausage <laughs> sizzle just burnt itself. Exactly. Do you, do you guys have um, like a full on Christmas roast as well? Or do you just like have a barbecue or something? Uh, basically just a barbecue, but the advertisements would want you to not have that and buy the very expensive roast. Yeah, like I, the the roast is very good because here in England it is fucking cold at Christmas. It's currently freezing right now as well because it's January. Um, so yeah, having like a big hearty warm meal makes sense. Whereas in Australia, when it's the middle of summer, <laughs> yeah, no, it's. Uh... I I've often said it's like Christmas makes no sense. We either need to change it, or better yet, just get rid of it. Exactly, no. it's fine. Just. Get rid of it, but keep keep this film. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we import that. We pay the extra taxes to import it overseas. Yeah. Uh, JST oh. on digital goods. How? <laughs> uh, you're charging for the internet? Anyway, I'll, I'll just go off on that. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. I, I was just thinking of... Uh... So there's a shot in this film... And it reminded me of something that I, I learned, also learned about Australia, which is, so there's a shot of Kermit looking at the moon. It's quite cool. And he's like, oh, there's only one more day till Christmas. One, um, so compared to me, you would see the moon upside down. Yeah. Because of the way the earth works. And I only learned that maybe a few months ago. And I've been waiting to ask an Australian about it. Yeah, uh, everyone always goes on about the man in the moon, and it's like, well, I guess if you tilt your head a lot, kind of. Yeah, like a full 180. Like. Yeah, just snap your neck, problem just solved. Full on exorcist it, but sideways. And... Yeah, oh no, I... they did the exorcist wrong. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, now I'm just imagining how much easier it would be with all the blood rushing to your head as you do a handstand and hallucinate. Exactly. Oh yeah, there's a man and then pass out. <laughs> there's a man that is talking to you and saying to burn things. <laughs> um, but that is all the questions that I had, so thank you for indulging me. Oh, you're welcome. I'm, uh, yeah. I hope I have encouraged you to watch A Muppet's Christmas Carol in about 12 months from now when it is the 21st of December and it's <laughs> relevant. <laughs> So hopefully that's given other people a bit of a deeper insight into that perspective. Yeah, I, I'm glad that you've uh, learned a lot about how good the Muppets are and how fucked Britain is. <laughs> See, one of those is new. Yeah, exactly. You'll never guess which. <laughs> uh, so now, before I ruin the show by talking for myself, it's time for everyone's favourite part, a word from the sponsors. Hello, I'm the sponsor. Go listen to Hey, I Loved That Movie, and also back the comic when it is on Kickstarter. <laughs> is it just a flawless ad read every time? I don't know how you do it. Yeah, I, I'm not too sure. It's um, It's been well prepared. I've, I've never said it before. <laughs> <laughs> 
just off the cuff, just yeah. It was just like you know, we were waiting to see just in case there was some sort of thing about Squarespace or that bed that everyone has or um, the one where you shave your balls with it. But no, it was just me with another plug. (laughs) Join the Australian Army and go to the casinos. No, don't do either of those. Don't listen to the ads. Exactly. Yeah, we have the same ones here. It's like, ah, oh, you uh, you're feeling pretty useless, are you? Well, if you join the army, we promise you, it'll be great. You'll be fine. And there's definitely not a thing that comes up all the time of people going, but why don't they just support retired army veterans? <laughs> they don't give a shit about you. <laughs> so the ones we get here are just like, oh, do you have something you're passionate about? Tell us what you love, and we'll tell you how you can do it in the Australian Army. Exactly. Do you like rock climbing? We've got rocks to climb. Do you like to knit? Well, you can't knit here, but you can kill a guy. (laughs) Do you like the Muppets? Well, you can pretend the person you're shooting is an emotionless felt monster. Isn't that great? Join the army. Do it. You were... You you were born here, but you were made in the British Army, and that is the actual fucking advert we have here. Uh-huh. <sighs> yeah. God. Yeah. So I have a follow up <sighs> review from last episode's enemy of the show and self proclaimed rival podcaster Corey and her recommendation of "Hey, check it out." Is this something you're familiar with? Uh, no, it's not actually. <laughs> yeah. It. It is a separate podcast, I swear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, no, it is a podcast where Corey and a group of her friends get together and talk about movies. And yeah. it's the premise is it's always something that the other, like the other hosts haven't seen. And it's just one ah, okay. person getting to go, hey, look, this is weird and good. Hmm. Yeah, that sounds about right. (laughs) Whenever I suggest a movie for our show, it's normally Mikey and Helen are being like, why? (laughs) I I guess, but why? I I remember the first episode that we did is just Mikey going, why did you do this to us? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) That, that happens a surprising amount. Yeah. But yeah, they go like very in depth on the entire movie, like every single scene and running through the entire plot. Oh, okay. <laughs> while still tangenting and like going off about whatever. So it ends up being more than the run of the movie. Oh, uh, yeah, like we've had episode. a couple like that, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but that's usually because you're also having fun and not following the plot. Yeah, exactly. Who needs the plot in a movie podcast? It's irrelevant. (laughs) Yeah, give a brief overview and then just, I don't know, talk about bees or something. Exactly. Bring back the cheese. Bees are pretty good. Yeah. Cheese Cheese and bees, you know. (laughs) The two great loves of life. Exactly. Uh, Yeah, so I think... I. I'm not a, the biggest fan of like just the conversation podcasts unless they have like no topic and it's just rambling. Yeah, there's a very fine line of is there some sort of structure or is it the thing that a lot of people seem to think would be a great podcast, which is well, me and my friends are funny, so we can just talk about whatever. 
Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then there's that fine line of, okay, now I could just read a Wikipedia article. Yeah. <laughs> which is why I've never done a rewatch podcast, because I've got nothing new to say. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> but, yeah, I think I w- I'd give it a, a two and a half out of five. Hmm. Okay. Best to do it. Um. So now, before we wrap up this, the final ever episode of Check This Out for this recording session, and 30th time I've made that joke. Uh, <laughs> it's been an honour. <laughs> please tell the audience where they might find you online and if you have anything new to advertise. Uh, just copy and paste that bit from earlier. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Including me being asleep. Good night. Yeah, and include the bit where I said just copy and paste that bit from earlier. <laughs> and then we'll do it a couple of times for the joke, so copy and paste. Exactly, yeah, so you've got to copy and paste it. Every time we say copy and paste, you copy and paste it, and it doesn't get old at all. <laughs> you know what was good? The beginning of this episode. Hey, guys. Check this out. Yeah. Play the entire Imagine episode again. Play the whole thing all over again. And then we get back to this exact point where I say, go listen to the episodes that Elle is on. Uh, they were pretty good or pretty bad, depending yeah. on which movie it was. <laughs> but yeah, where can they find you online? And yeah, anything else? Um, pretty much any social media at the Dan Faulkner. Um, all one word. Um, that was just... I think Dan Faulkner was already taken, so I was like, yeah, stick a the in front of it. One day I might be important enough for it to matter. Yeah. <laughs> um, or the podcast is Hilton Pod, which is at H-I-L-T-M pod. Yeah. And you can find me online on Mastodon, because fuck Twitter, uh, at shards at kind.social, and you can find this podcast on, uh, where is it, at check this out at mastodon.art i keep getting that one wrong because it's a little bit weird <laughs> it's a it's a lot to remember isn't it yeah. the uh <laughs> it, it's either trying hard to remember it or you're just kind of your word is your mouth is just saying words and you've just got to hope that it comes out right <laughs> yeah and on that note i've been l and i have been dan and this has been check this out a podcast of media positivity And remember, you can lead a horse to water, but it shouldn't throw stones.